Thinking is hard. And we're back. My name is Josh and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Bailey. And welcome to season, season two, two of ETC. Woohoo! As you can see, our production value has increased uh, a one, few and a, one dollars. and a half fold. <laughs> um, we found this neat oh, sign yeah. at Michael's. Yep. Unfortunately, you can't really see it on your end, um, but it is really nice. It's really, really nice. And uh, the problem unfortunately, is, it's just not bright and it's yeah. not good on the video at the, all. The, well, currently it's night, <laughs> so there's not enough light to like wash it out. So this light is just too bright. So when we film an it. episode in during the day, maybe next time, um, maybe it'll look better. But yeah, we've literally tried to put a piece of paper under it too to make it look better but I, yeah it's it's i think it's nighttime one so. of these days we'll figure it out yep but welcome back to etc mm-hmm. we're excited to be back we got a big lineup of good Ooh. ideas for season two we got them all we're organized this time we're not making it up as yeah we go. we're not making it up as we go <laughs> that's the funniest thing i mean still but we at least have some idea of what we're doing yeah so we're excited to have you back and this will be coming out on july 2nd mm-hmm. so happy early fourth of july yes happy early fourth of july independence day Woohoo! and our first topic of season two is concerts and music festivals because we just went to coldplay coldplay i think it was, it was last weekend yep it was last weekend yeah. um it was really really good it was probably the best show i've ever been to so it was <laughs> I think the only downside was it was super hot out and there were people passing out. You know, the Florida heat, it can get really bad. And I think our first instance with it was we were literally what in line. Yeah, we were in line for like maybe 10 minutes. And the girl, a girl like maybe a little left to us in the field just like dropped to the ground. And we're like, what? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, she was like stumbling and then they, they took her over to the side and then some paramedics and other yeah. people showed up and took her. Her friend took care of took her. her off and, I'm sure her yeah. friend was Oof. upset, but. <laughs> yeah. I think they, I honestly think that half the people that were, I'm going to say half the people that were passing out were day drinking. Probably. They had pre-game, yeah. didn't pre-game. drink water with that, which if you drink and, and then go out in the sun, you're going to get dehydrated. degrees, feeling like 105 that day. It was hot. I wore jeans, man. I wore jeans. And I remember hearing the, the girl next to me being like, thank God I didn't wear jeans. And I was like, she looking right at me like, I wore jeans. I literally wore jeans. So, yeah. So I guess that kind of brings us into today's part of today's topic, and that is horror stories at concerts and Ooh, festivals. So oops. for us, it was more kind of a horror story because it was so hot. We were standing yeah. in the sun in line for I, I think three hours. No, no, it was it was luckily less than that. Okay. It was about it felt two. Like three hours. It was about two hours. So we thought the gates opened at five. I think five thirty. Yeah, five or five thirty. I thought it was five because I remember we. I was like. We have to get there at 4 p.m. We have to get off work, blah, blah, blah. So we get there at literally 4, yep. like 4, 4 o'clock, and we park, and we're pretty close. And so we walk over, and there's already a little bit of a line, and we're like, mm, that's okay. And then we realize that the people behind us were like, okay, it's 5 o'clock. Is it opening yet? And then I was like, uh-oh. And it opened at 6:30, right? Yeah, cuz we didn't find out it when it opened until one of the workers came by and finally told everyone that they were opening at 6:30. Yeah. We and it hit like 5:30 like okay, they're probably opening soon. And then we heard it was like another hour and we're like, "Oh." Yeah. Shoot. And by then the line was all the way in the back. So Oh, the line so, was very, we I'm glad we got I'm there when we did. I'm glad we got there when we did for Despite sure. Despite the fact that the sun was awful. 
you know, what's funny is there was a storm earlier in the day that cooled off. And then as soon as that storm was gone, it was immediately like back to the heat. When that cloud lifted over and the sun came back out, it was so hot. Like I was sweating. I'm so sorry. I literally had Josh go get my water bottle and I should have drank it all before. But he went to go get my water bottle because I was literally feeling like I was going to pass out. And I thought yeah. I drank enough water. Apparently not. So I think we spent $20 of water <gasps> on water that Yeah. Night. Oh, my gosh. On a side note, we did spend money, uh, quite a bit of money on, on water. But um, I drank two things of water. Almost two. I think I think you drank the... You, you uh, didn't finish the second cup. I didn't cup. finish the second cup. But then, then again, there was confetti in my second cup. <laughs> oh, I protected it. <laughs> so I didn't have to pee. The whole time. And even when I got home and I went pee, it was orange. Sorry. Yeah, it was we were, orange. <laughs> it was super dehydrated through that entire thing. It was so... I but can you only know imagine what? the people that were drinking, how bad they were. It, I know. Oh, my gosh. And there was a fight in front of us, too. The, guy, the drunk guy was yelling at the, like, two ladies because they bumped into each other. Yeah. And he got really mad because he the girl was like, oh, just scoot over. Like, just scoot because you guys are, like, running in... They were drunkenly running into them. So I can understand their like annoyance with them. Like, hey, just scoot a little bit. Like, you can have a little bit more room to move around. But they were literally bumping into everyone. And he had the audacity to just yell at them. So yeah. I mean, he was screaming at them. He's like, F you, F you, and F you. That's all I got to say. And I was like, jeez. <laughs> we, here we are complaining about the best concert you've ever been to. <laughs> It was literally the best concert. It was worth literally the heat. It was worth the hassle. It was worth everything. It was so good. Like, I've never been to a more interactive concert in my life. Like, I think the best part was when they were playing yellow and you yellow and they were like, you know, look at the stars and there was star confetti. Like, how does it not get better? Well, all the all the wristbands. So everyone that went into the stadium got this like LED wristband. And it would change colors throughout the concert. They didn't have them for every song, but pretty much most of the songs, except for like two or three, yeah, um, weird, would but... would light up with. And so before they even started any of the notes of the song, all of the wristbands turned yellow and they, the stadium erupted. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. And I still think to this day that they were like, <laughs> sorry, like area coded. I don't know if that makes sense, but like. There was a point in the concert where there were hearts. Like, using the wristbands, it made a heart in the stadium. And I guess we can include a clip if you guys are watching the video one. If not, I'll kind of explain as best I can. But the wristbands that we were given all turned red during a certain song. And only some people had them off. And it was, like, certain sections to make the heart. And I still, to this day, think that it was just, like, there were sections in each part of the stadium and they just shut those sections off because I know your argument is like they were given, how do they know which band they're given or something? But I think it's just the section that they're in. Well, they had a big bucket. Like they of just chose wristbands. a section to just shut that section off, you know, yeah, at the entrances, they had these giant like tubs of wristbands. They're just handing them out like candy. Yeah. Yeah. So. They're they're, And I thought that was so cool. You know what I thought? I thought, you when did I have to turn the, them back in, though. At the you end did. Of the, you, I'm they sure. made sure you you got them back in. I'm sure so. some people took. Oh them. yeah, but in I Tampa, mean, there's those, no point. They're not going to work when you bring them home anyway. Those so. guards. That's true. I guess it's a memorabilia thing. Yeah. But the guards were like, "Slow down! Stop running! The concert hasn't started oh, yeah. yet." <laughs> Trying to slow everyone down to Ever, get in. The um the concert really didn't get too packed until 
eight. Just just like, like halfway through I, her. Yeah. It was one of the uh, two openers they had. I kept telling Josh, and I don't know why I kept thinking this. I was like, this concert's not going to be sold out. And sure enough, literally every, every seat, was, seat was taken by the time it was nine o'clock when they started. Yep. It was ta- every single seat. So, and I kind of forgot that the openers did take a lot more time, like an hour and a half. And also they wanted to start their concert at yep. night. Yeah. Like literally oh, yeah. night. Because so. then the LEDs make sense. Yeah. So, so, you know. But yeah, the next concert we go to is in August, which I'm sure it'll be twice as hot. Oh, boy. Then. But it's inside. But no, it's not. It's at the same stadium. It's at the same stadium. Um, and I will be wearing a dress this time. I will not be wearing jeans. I will probably wear like a swimsuit underneath or something. I'll just go naked. <laughs> yeah. If I could, I would. I really would. And just bring a spray bottle and spray myself off yeah. when I get hot. Gosh. <laughs> it's it's crazy how hot it is. But oh, yeah. August will definitely be very hot. But. We're going to see the weekend, so I'm really Very excited cool. for that. That yeah. it's super cool to be able to see the top three bands in a span of like a year. So the first one we went to go see was Maroon Five in September, and they were really good. They were like number two on my list. They were pretty high up there, and I knew like every single song that they sang the whole time. And then we saw Coldplay, and they were number one on my list. I've been watching them since like like 2008 i think is when i discovered them and then i get to see the weekend which right now he's my number three i really like his music like the whole album is so good so yeah we're going to see him so yeah yeah any concerts that you want to see in the future Um, anything that you're interested in seeing so i'm i like music but i can't say i'm a super huge concert fan (laughs) <laughs> because I'm not a huge fan of crowds. Mm-hmm. And that's just a personal preference, being all super close to people and super loud music. I think next time we go to a concert, I think I'm going to bring earplugs. I remember you saying that too. But I think I would like to see maybe either mute, like there's a few people I'd like to see, but I wouldn't like be on the floor. <laughs> like I would, oh, you know, yeah. I'd want to get a seat or something. Yeah. Probably uh, Muse, uh, maybe Poppy if she comes. Oh, she's funky. There's a couple others that i can't think of right now like i I have some smaller like edm artists that i'd like to see but i don't know if they're ever going to go on tour in tampa or something Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm. kind of a side note but we were on the we were on the floor for the coldplay concert like we chose to be on the floor but that same day one of our friends texted texted me and said would you guys like to sit in the suite with us and like get free food and drinks and all that and I was like, oh, Josh is going to hate me so much because I'm going to say no. Because it's like, you know, it's a band that I really want to see. Like, I really want to be close to them. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad we went that route because they did say that their bands weren't working. Oh. At the time, they weren't working inside of the suite. They had to go outside to make them work. Hmm. So, but they had AC, they had food, water, you know. So it's kind of a win, win, yeah. win, 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 win. And then like a semi-lose. Yeah. So. They didn't have phones in front of their face most of the oh, most of the concert. Gosh, yeah, but it was still a vibe. It was still the whole floor was a vibe. So it was fun. minus the passing out, you know, that was the most. But then um, one of our family members actually went, and she said someone threw up. So I'm glad I didn't see any of that. But <laughs> anyway, some of the bands that I want to go see next, I would go see. I would go see Muse. I think I only know one or two songs. So they're good, but I do like them. As silly as it sounds i guess i would like to go see you too 
I think they're good. I don't know if they're ever going to tour. They're, they're kind of fun. They remind me of yeah. like a, I don't know, like a really happy day. What? Yeah. Anyway, it just, it gives you like happy vibes. So yeah. they're alternative kind of like Coldplay. So, and then I would like to go see an EDM artist. Uh, his name is Sick Ick and he just came here last Saturday. What's funny is I was scrolling through Instagram and I was like, dude like he just came out with a new song that he just remixed and it was really good and i looked on his stories i'm like i wish he would come here and then he two he days there, like yeah it was like two days after that two days after that and i was like oh we could go i mean it's 20 dollars general admission and like 50 for vip or whatever but we had already made plans with my mom to go yeah. see a movie so we you know well we'll catch him next time i'm sure he'll be he'll be touring oh, yeah. bigger next time honestly he's so good like everything that he's made i would not not listen to a song the only thing about his music is that, is that it's not on spotify or anything there's like one song of his everything else is on instagram and it's yep. only like a 30 second snippet and it's like it's like it's so mean because it's like you have <laughs> to go see him live you know yeah I think the issue really is good. he does a lot of remixes, so he may not have the rights to use all that music on Spotify, so that's, that's probably true. why. And he kind of reminds me of like a new version of Marshmallow, because yeah. Marshmallow has a mask and everything like that, and he does too, so like you don't even know who he is, mm-hmm. but it's just really cool. Like, I don't know. It's I, I want to see him for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Do we want to oh. talk about the horror stories or, or do we want to? Oh, so going into EDM festivals, I personally have never been to an EDM festival. Um, <laughs> I really want to go to EDC, which is called Electronic Daisy Carnival, and it's in Orlando. But, you know, it's like a three, four day festival. You see a bunch of EDM artists, really, really good stuff. There's carnival rides. It's really fun so and you get to take photos and plan your outfits i don't know what's better than that so (laughs) to me at least i can think of a few things (laughs) yeah and disney's like nearby hello it's in orlando so you can go anywhere but yeah i i would like to go sometime but there are some pretty terrible stories about festivals though and i remember you and i watched a documentary about some crazy stuff that happened Mm -hmm. at festivals so do you want to talk about the, I guess the most recent one, the Astro World? Oh nonsense. gosh, I don't um, have any details on that, but I do. I, I do have some some older festivals that I did some research on. Yeah. If we want to talk about those later. Yeah, yeah. So the Astro World Festival, it literally lasted a day. <laughs> I think it started on Thursday or Friday night, I believe. And I can't remember what city it was in. Neither can I. You know what? It was in Texas. Was it in Texas? It was in Texas. and Oh, because can... it was outside Austin. Yep. It was in Texas. And I remember seeing videos on TikTok. It was like nonstop the next day on Saturday. All it was was Travis Scott. Yep. And it was people running through the gates. Like, I think they had just checked their stuff in. And they were just running through the gates, just trying to be at the front of the line, trying to be the front of the concert. And unfortunately, the space that they had was not big enough. I don't even think it was that it wasn't big enough. I just think that there were just so many people and there were two gates on both sides of where they were. So the left side had a giant like uh, fence gate and then the other one had a giant fence gate, like kind of a metal gate. And there was no like space to move. So everyone was just crowding around it. And there was plenty of stuff to do from what I saw outside of the concert but of course mm-hmm. when travis scott is playing 
You know, you want to be yeah. where he's playing. You don't want to be in the back. You want to be in the front, right? Right. And it was just chaos, like, the whole time. I don't think I saw, like, a lick of just calm, like, I mean, a, a concert or a festival will be a, a sort of chaos, but I think the was, issue was the crush, which is basically a, what what is called a, a, a bunch of people squishing into one area. Mm, a which mosh pit. Is, well, a mosh pit is when people are beating each other up, like physic- <laughs> physically fighting. That's kind of what it was, though. Um, Did you see some of those videos? Probably. They were I like, but, 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 ooh, ooh. but a crush <laughs> is when you have a bunch of people that are, you know, pushing up against a wall or trying to fit through a door, and you just have so many bodies squished together that you cannot breathe. So and people I have, have a story their, about that too. So people have brought their like young kids with them, and yeah. So it the, was it left. Unfortunately, it left like nine people dead and yeah. a ton. Like I mean, a ton injured. There were paramedics like everywhere. The other thing I saw was like when the paramedics were trying to come through, and they were coming through. Like, people were getting on top of the cars. Because Travis Scott was not uh, he helping. He would just play, right. continue playing or and I've read mul- yell at the people. Yeah, so. and I've read, like, the, you know, ones going against Travis Scott. I've read the ones going, you know, for him, like, for people saying, like, he was stopping the concert. But I still believe, like, he didn't do enough. Well, as yeah. someone, And this wasn't his first rodeo with this, by the way. Like, I'm pretty sure he had this happen to him a year or two, uh, a few a years prior. He has a track record of not being great chaos yeah of inciting <laughs> i wouldn't say violence but not great actions so yeah and on tiktok it was actually described from some of his i don't know props or just like stuff that he was playing on the screen oh, to be demonic that's funny and uh like sacrificial like people were literally like gasping for air in somewhere where the air was just being taken up and a lot of people were like sharing pictures of like demonic things that also were symbolism to his concert and it was i don't know i like kind of want to believe it but then again i don't want to be the one of those people that's like uh-huh, that's well, true you know so he do be doing some demonic stuff you know like i don't want to be one of those people but that's that's the thing about well, i guess you could say alternate music or music that's trying to go against the against the, weekend the grain, got that. um that they will do that on purpose because it's against the grain. It's alternate. It's whatever. So like during the 80s, rock bands were demonized. And so those rock bands were like, uh, sure. Yeah. Oh, rock my God. On. And can so we talk that's about where that... this came from. Can we t- can we talk about that one part we saw where they switched the wording and it, when they played it backwards? Oh, yeah. I forgot what, what band was that was. That? I think it was ACDC. I don't know. But no, it's, there was it... a song. There's there's <laughs> hundreds of songs. I'm sure if you play them backwards and listen close enough he and with like, the volume in a certain way, you can probably hear uh, some backwards words that you want to interpret yourself. Things. Yeah. So yeah. people were interpreting things. They were definitely interpreting things. And I remember the the band like lead singer or whatever. He was like, it was hard enough to write it the first time. You think I want to write it backwards? Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. So <laughs> it would not surprise me if in um his like in travis scott's like creation of the concert he included some demonic symbols because that's cool you know that that gets you you know excited i guess mm-hmm. you know it's you not don't see it on the it's norm. not actually going to summon a demon or suck the air from your lungs it's literally just there because it's cool that's it that they they did it in the 80s with rock bands they weren't actually you know doing anything awful they just thought it was cool 
Yeah. You know, so a lot of alternate or against the grain bands will do that just because it's cool. It sells. On to the next festival. I would like to talk about the Fire Festival. I think I've seen a number of that is like, the one where YouTube social media documentaries on it. Influencers. Yep. And like models and stuff like advertised it and they didn't really know what they were advertising. Yep. They were just kind of like doing a shoot with, with what's his name? Cool. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I cannot remember his name. Ray J. Not Ray J. Oh, what's LL Cool J? No. No. Let me look it up. Fire Festival. Yeah. Who is it by? Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Ja Rule. I said LL Cool J. Is that even a person? Yeah. Okay. Billy McFarland. That guy is. Ja Rule. Ja Rule dropped out More or from less. what I sort of, but McFarland, he was way in over his head. He was trying to do some stuff behind. I'm pretty sure he like ran away too at the end. There's a big story about Billy. He has a reputation for fraud, more or less. He initially got his money from like a credit card sort of situation it was was like a club credit card like you had to be in to get the credit card so that means you know everybody will suddenly want it then it would give you certain perks like you'd get discounts at certain like high-end places and stuff like that and even that was sort of a scam or fraud anyway so he was already scamming people to get his money to purchase an island that was going to be used for the fire festival which on paper sounded fantastic. You were going to get um, these fantastic bands going off to an, onto a private island and all the guests would be able to live in these tents and bungalows and have VIP access to certain things and have everything on a wristband so you don't have to carry cash around. And all on paper, it sounds fantastic. But it Billy did not follow up with these properly. So, like, the island itself was to be purchased from some car- drug cartel, like ex-drug cartel person. However, when the person that was going to sell it to them figured out that it was going to be used for this, you know, high-profile thing, they did they canceled the sale because they didn't want the island, you know, being put on the news and stuff like that. So Billy had to get uh, I think he went to the Dominican Republic. For the, to put the fire festival on, it wasn't even on like oh. an, its own private island. It was on, like it was right next to a resort, like a a, a f- ten minute walk from a resort, basically. And they were just on a beach, and um, everything was thrown together last minute. I bet if we were to look into this Wikipedia Bahamas? page, uh, yeah, maybe Bahamas. Oh, on Great Zuma. Ah, Great Exuma. Ah, uh, just north of That's the right. Sandals so, Resort. <laughs> yeah, just north of the Sandals so, Resort. And isn't that? Like, wasn't nothing on that island? Um, so, no, there was the Sandals Resort, but then there was just a, a blank beach. Right, a there blank, was nothing empty there. beach, trashy beach. And it so they showed up like it was beautiful, a couple but weeks it was, before. When you have thousands of people, it's not going to be luxurious make, anymore. Yeah, you have to build infrastructure, and they didn't have time to do no that. Way. So, nor did they really oh have God. the money. And they, it's just overall, it was terrible. Like, and it was awful for the influencers, too. Like, I remember seeing Kendall Jenner, I think, was one of... For sure, she was one of them. Oh, they earned that. I, I don't feel sorry for I them I feel sorry because they had no idea what they were posting. Well, they they were just looked. getting paid. They, there was no evidence. There was nothing to I look up until afterwards. I wouldn't accept it. Uh, they were just getting into their career. I would have accepted it. But they... 
I just feel bad because, you know, they shouldn't have had to go through that. They had no idea what they were signing up for, but they were tagged on the label when it happened. And, you know, a lot of people distrusted them, which I do understand. I mean, to be honest, I don't really trust any influencer these days. But back in 2016, why not? You know, a brand new cool festival was coming out, you know, Instagram, Snapchat. They were all really big things, you know, so it was a great advertising platform. And it just was a shit show. It, it, it ended fell up apart being because super, of poor planning. What which was it? Is, like, didn't a storm yeah. come through and like completely... The night before. The night before ruined literally anything that you... Like, they had what? Tents and stuff? They had... Food, an, at least They had water. humanitarian aid tents. So they had yeah. gotten them from FEMA or something, purchased them as like excess from FEMA. Which is not what so. you're supposed to use that for. No. At all. You know. I mean, it, it basically became a humanitarian aid. <laughs> it did. Thankfully, no one was severely injured or dead, dead killed. <laughs> I and mean, dehydrated, yes. I mean, they were thankfully Hunger, not yes. too far from civilization. So if anything bad was to happen. And I won't, so I won't trash on the influencers, but I will kind of trash on some of the people that fell for it. Because these people had thousands of dollars. They were young, 20-something-year-olds, never really... I don't know had to they were i know but i they were i rich. cannot blame them you can't blame them for falling for that i mean i i still don't agree that they you know okay. that it's a good deal it was not a but, good deal but they you know it's just kind of sad but also it's funny because you say that you don't feel bad for the influencers I and i feel bad for the people who paid for that but they had all the money anyway but they were stuck and like that was like the worst thing that's ever happened to them they've literally had They've never had to worry about where they needed to stay, have I mean, food, some pe- water. But the thing is, some that of those people, time. some of those people spent all the money they had to go there. They did. Some of them did. That that was Why? literally all of the money they had because it it was a promise of shelter, yeah. food, and a good time, and that was enough for them to go. I'm young. I can make this money back when I come back. So I'm gonna go off and spend all my money on this trip. Yeah, I guess. And then they end up Yolo. getting strom- stranded Yolo in the Bahamas. was big back then. Yeah. <laughs> but it just goes to show that planning is far more important than I think a lot of concert people realize how much planning goes into it. I've got uh, two stories of two other concerts that, due to poor planning, did not go so well. Um, so I guess if we start with the oldest first. So everyone knows Woodstock, which is a whole other thing. I don't think anyone died during Woodstock, but it was a complete... It, it was done well only because it had good planning had months of planning there were definitely parts of it that were awful like the mud pit that was just full of human feces and other disease but no one really remembers that because it was not a complete disaster there was only portions of it that could be ignored now there was um, another concert after that i think called the altmont Altamont Free Concert, and this was done in 1969 by the Rolling Stones, and they wanted to, and the Rolling Stones wanted to make basically another Woodstock, but on, I think it was the West Coast, and they were doing this because their fans had been complaining about how expensive the Rolling Stones tickets were, so the Rolling Stones got teamed up with like Jefferson Airplane, Grateful Dead, and a few other artists to to host a free concert uh, in California. So 
while Woodstock had months of planning, the Altamont concert had maybe a few weeks, maybe five to six weeks of planning. And they went from one venue to another. I think the first one was at a, at a uh, college. The college turned them down. And then it went to, I think, a stadium. The stadium turned them down. Then it went to a racetrack. That racetrack turned them down. So they went to another racetrack. And they had to move from the first racetrack to the second within two days because the concert was in two days. So they had already started building all of their stages and stuff at the first racetrack. And then they had to move everything to the Altamont Speedway in like a day. So a lot of the amenities were missing. And the since this was a free concert, they couldn't charge. They, they didn't have much money to work with. For security, they hired the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club. And allegedly, they hired them with $500 worth of beer and a promise of a good show. Mood. That's and that's all it took. That's a good deal. <laughs> and and five hundred dollars back then was quite a bit. In nineteen sixty nine, five hundred dollars worth of beer. Equivalent to three thousand. That's a now. lot of beer. <laughs> how so, big was the Hell's Angel crew? Uh, it was pretty big at the time. They were a big outlaw. How how big? How many people? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I was gonna say. I mean, see probably, how much is probably a hundred or so, if not more. Oh, okay. So so one beer each. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's just some guy standing next to the big case <laughs> of beer, just like here, one, <laughs> Dang. one. No, that's all you get. One. A um, good show. So it start. It didn't start off great because the the way the stage was set up, it was basically at the bottom of a hill, so everyone was kind of like slowly getting closer and closer to it and people started showing up like at midnight the night before basically so when the crew woke up to get the stage ready in the morning there were already people waiting for the show to start and so when they start building like the scaffolding to put on the spotlights people just started climbing the scaffolding to get good spots to see the stage Mood. yeah Mood. Um, that's terrible and before the bands had really even started the hell's angels were already beating people with pool cues and <gasps> and stuff Oh no! Basically, so they were already. Yeah, people were already getting injured no. before the show even really started. Oh jeez! And I pretty much every band that went on had to stop after a few songs to get the people to calm down. And eventually, when the Rolling Stones went on, Mick Jagger, I think, was the singer, tried to get everyone to sit down to chill out. I don't blame him. So. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly when, but one person, one of the guys, one of the, excuse me, one of the concert goers wanted to get closer to the stage. So he climbed up on top of one of the speakers. At this point, the Hells Angels doing security pulled him down and there was a struggle and the guy actually had a gun in his jacket. And when he pulled it out, he was stabbed to death by one of the Hells Angels. Oh, man. And he was pronounced dead on scene. Um, And that was... The first of four deaths like, at that concert. He was taking the gun out to make sure it didn't like get him. No, to probably shoot to oh, def- to man. defend himself. Dang. So he he brought a gun to this free concert, and did uh, they have uh, any security? The, the like, Hell's Angels. Well, to get into the concert, like they do now, like they check your stuff. Oh no, it was a free concert, totally oh, free. You so could yeah, you just could show up. I it mean, I'm like, sure it was going to be a shit show then anyway. Yeah. So that was the first death of the concert and i'm pretty sure it just basically ended after that i mean the next two deaths were in a car hit and run 
and I guess the two people driving the vehicle were, were killed. Wow. And then the fourth and final death was an individual who drowned in an irrigation ditch after taking too much LSD. Mm. So the entire concert was deemed a complete and utter failure, mainly because of planning. Like they didn't have, they didn't give themselves enough time to plan out this concert in a way that it would work out like Woodstock. To put it in your perspective, I guess, that's like planning a wedding in like five weeks. If that. If that. And you're expecting it to go great. You're expecting. You have hun- no venue. You're expecting tens way, of thousands of people to show up. 2022. Yeah. yeah I well, I mean, if you're a celebrity, I, guess, I was going to say if you're a celebrity and you have tens of guests, it might be a little hard. But if you're just like an average Joe planning a wedding. Yeah. You're not going to get the venue you want, oh, the food, you know, in five weeks. Another- you're going to be having hot dogs in your backyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and store-bought cake, which does not sound bad. You know, it's not a bad deal. You're still getting married to the person you love. But yeah, just an equivalent to getting married in, in five weeks, planning that in five weeks. You just got engaged, what, so last week? You're getting married July 22nd. Yep. <laughs> yeah, three, four weeks, five weeks, you know. Yep. It's crazy. And to put the put in perspective the like the mood of the crowd basically throughout the entire concert when Mick Jagger got off the helicopter when he arrived a concert goer came up to him punched him square in the face and insulted him and went back yeah why because because uh, it was why? just so awful because the hell's angels were absolutely just beating the crowd into submission oh I thought you said prior to the Rolling Stones coming I mean he arrived at the concert in a helicopter and, and was punched square in the face whenever he got there <laughs> yikes 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 well so imagine like them you you thinking that they were approaching like hey oh my god we're so excited boom (laughs) Boom. (laughs) square in the nose dang so i guess that kind of falls on the rolling stones for not giving themselves enough time yeah but they're still really great yeah so the next concert that i listened to because i was listening to a youtuber called fascinating horror which is he does a lot of great videos i'll I'll leave a a link to him somewhere Horror. The next concert he uh, I listened to was the Who concert in Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. And I can't remember what year, but when the Who was doing their uh, world tour way back, not way back, but a while back. <laughs> and this tour would take the, took them to Cincinnati, Ohio. And what had happened, well, you see what had happened was the concert goers were told that they could enter the concert hall stadium Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at i think three so people were showing up at like one of course um getting in line because (laughs) the the tickets were like first come first serve a seating Mm -hmm. so if you got there first you could sit in the front row that sort of thing so people would get there hours before it opened just to get good seats and so people had already lined up before three and then three came and went because the stadium was not ready yet. They were still doing preps and sound checks and stuff. And on one of the last sound checks they did, people at the back of the line thought the concert was starting because they heard the band. They heard the Who playing. Oh my gosh! Get so out of here! They started. They started pushing forward, and there's tens oh no. of thousands of people outside these doors. So you have tens of thousands of people pushing against the people in the front of the doors and pushing. And when the only two of the who knows how many doors that they had at the stadium opened, you had tens of thousands of people trying to squeeze through two doors 
Now, imagine a double-wide door, not just two of those, and with tens of thousands of people trying to get through them. So this created a huge crush. And to describe what it was like, imagine you are surrounded by people on every side. You cannot breathe because your your hands are up in the air. Yeah. You're looking up to get air. Yeah. You're surrounded on every side and everyone's squeeze, you know, pressing against you, sliding against you. And there's so many people and so much heat. Ugh. There is a visible gross. fog Ew. above you. Yeah. That's it was, so gross. It was that bad. Do you remember what year? I don't. I'll have to look that up. And the best way to breathe, actually, when you... I learned this in cross country. Best way to breathe after you run is to actually lift your arms. So they were really trying. They were really trying well, to do the right thing. Well, no, because you couldn't put your work. you couldn't put your arms down. Because if you did, your arms would get crushed. So everyone by was like walking you. like this. Like well, because they couldn't put their arms down. <laughs> hey, Bill. They couldn't. They you, you literally were so close to each other that if your arms were up, you could not bring them down because there were too many people in your way. I would have kept my arms down. Well, then you'd be your, like stuck your like ribs this. and well, everything. No, I would have been like. Eh, eh. You know, well, I'm sure little, other, pe- then other people will do that right back. I would have done it, but at least I would have had a weapon, you know, because now they're stuck like this. I mean, they're still not going to help. You can't breathe. You're squeezing your ribs and you're. So oh, it man. was. Did uh, anyone die? It was 1979 and 11 people died. Oh, man. So. And to add to that image of you being surrounded by people, you know, you're walking on people. Like oh, you can, you can literally, as you're no. slowly moving forward, you can literally feel, but you can't see them because no. there are so many people you cannot look down. No, I literally would And die. you feel you're stepping on people. So no. at, at the end of the <laughs> evening or at the end of the, the giant mass of people getting through, 11 people had died and they didn't know how many had died like right off the bat because the dead bodies were literally stuck in the crowd standing up. <gasps> no. Yeah, it was that bad. So you'd be. I you, think they said something like that for Travis be, Scott concert so too. You could be standing like you know, no. arms up, barely able to breathe, and the guy next to you is not breathing. Wait, and you how wouldn't did know you not lose and them you would not, when you're walking in the venue though? When the, uh, the bodies would just fall over, and people would say, "Oh, shit, he fell over." How hot was it? You know uh, it was. I think it was in the winter, but still. <gasps> oh my god. So, oh my eleven god. people died. And at the no. end of all of these thousands of and people getting into leave? the stadium, um, well, because they all wanted to get in because they paid for the, these oh. tickets. Oh, I understand, so I guess. At the, when Man. most of the people had gotten in, there were thousands of shoes, hundreds of wallets, IDs, oh, just things in people's pockets that had literally been ripped off of them. <laughs> and I, like 11 bodies that were either trampled and like bro- broken bones trampled oh however you, and, or suffocated so and there was blood all over the floor too because when you stepped on people so yeah the um, running on people and the yeah. thing is the they did not close the concert they kept on with the concert did they know the who the band did not know until they'd finished their last song and the re their reasoning behind not telling them was because if they had gotten everyone into the concert venue into the stadium. Oh, it would have been twice it would have as been many people awful dying. trying to get all of them out. Yeah. Uh, especially now that they're angered by the fact that they ha- they paid and now have to leave. Yeah. So they just played the concert. The The stadium owners made the concert go on and then told The Who afterwards. And The Who, I think, is still like mourning their deaths to this day. 
Uh, there's a plaque outside the stadium and all of the blame pretty much fell on the stadium in the first place because on the stadium not the band on yes because the band the band didn't have anything to do with it they They just yeah they booked the venue and the venue was supposed to handle managing of the crowd yeah the venue had booked too many seats and were known for booking way too many seats for their for their venue and also the method of selling tickets where it's like a first come first serve actually was banned in ohio after that and so now you were assigned a seat so that Mm. it would prevent these crushes and that it can prevent having oversell that too yeah because so that's that's the new standard that's the new standard for most concerts is individual seating that's where where it really came from is from the 11 deaths in 1979 that's crazy so yeah these days it's not so much the bands that are at fault but they can insight they can they can take a hit yeah, they can well the bands can like encourage this behavior but a lot of the time it's the organizers and it's those that, that don't do enough planning or on the day of their execution is poor so for travis scott's concert i believe most of the blame falls upon the organizers of the concert yeah, yeah. however some but does certainly fall same, on travis yeah yeah he i mean he used the same organizers that he did for the one that he also had chaos at. Yeah. If it were me and I had chaos at the prior one, probably, I would not be scheduling a festival. They're probably Mind cheap. you, the prior one, he scheduled a concert, just a regular, I'm pretty sure just a regular concert. Yep. This one was a whole festival, like a, like think EDM, but just Travis Scott and a bunch of other people, yeah. a bunch of the rappers, R&B, anything, anyone he wanted to invite. Mm-hmm for like three days it's like a three four day festival just like you would think yeah same people did not even last a day wow i hope he doesn't do that again yeah i mean go with them again at least whether it's his fault or not he does not need to be working with them again in the situation of like the rolling stones back in the 60s it falls upon rolling stones only because they were part of the organization they were a part of organizing that venue and that and that um, event they did. They were, Mick Jagger did his best to try and calm them down, but they had hired the Hell's Angels, which mm-hmm. had no problem killing people, yeah. as security, and they had built everything in less than a day. So there was no planning done yeah. whatsoever. So that that's the only reason it falls upon the Rolling Stones is because they had no organization done ahead of time. So just it goes to show that if you don't plan something. And don't give you not enough time don't to plan, it to go great. then it's not going to go well. Yeah, not at all. Don't expect it to go very good at all. So, so to end this episode on a high note, um, do some planning. Like, take your time. If you got something big coming up, don't be afraid to plan and actually mm-hmm. do plan like ahead of time. Um, and don't be afraid to push something off. You know. Yeah. So you you, you always got time. Time is fa- going by fast, but mm-hmm. you got time to plan it and do it right. So if you're a big artist and you're listening to us for some strange reason. Weird. Uh, take your time in planning mm-hmm. your festival. Yeah. It will pay Or off. your concert. Or please. your concert. Yes. That's so. all we ask. Because <laughs> if any of our friends go to these or if we go to these, you know, we, we would want to come out or go in safely. So, yep. yeah. All righty. Well, <laughs> I think that ends our first episode of season two. Yeah. Catch us next week. For another awesome episode of ETC. ETC. Bye. Bye.